All right, this is the Guts and Ghoul podcast. I'm Dax. And I'm Brad. And last episode, we discussed uh, the 2022 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, the new film, as well as I think we touched base just a little bit on the original, and I definitely think we're going to get into the original um, a bit more, at least referencing it throughout this episode, because we subjugated ourselves to torture, much like a lot of the characters in these films. Uh, by watching <laughs> every Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel, prequel, and remake. Um, and I'm exhausted. I don't know about you, Brad. Oh, God. Yeah, last last week when I watched all of these, I like I never wanted to see Chainsaw again in my entire <laughs> life. I, I think my neighbors are probably terrified of me because all <laughs> last week, they've probably just been hearing nothing but chainsaw noises and screaming. <laughs> just they're thinking um, about calling the cops at this point <laughs> yeah luckily though maybe like after this one they're they're fine um until whatever next <laughs> shitty franchise i watch yeah um all right so let's just go into texas chainsaw 2 which yes. is the only one uh written and directed by toby hooper other than the original so um it it makes it, it shows. Um, I like Texas Chainsaw Two a lot. What what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely um, my favorite sequel by far. Yes, of any of them. I guess. Like, it's you know it. Uh, I think Toby. I from what I was well, from my research that I did. Um, mm-hmm. I think basically Toby Hooper was thinking like, oh, like he doesn't want to do what he did in the original. Right. Um, but he was kind of frustrated with the fact that when people watched the original, they didn't really comment much on like the comedic aspects of it, Uh like with this family, like the black humor. And so if he was going to do another one, he said that he wanted to up the the comedic elements of that. And I think you can definitely see that in the the final movie. Uh Yeah, I mean, I always compare this one to Evil Dead 2. Um, and we talked about that yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, basically, Toby Hooper made Texas Chainsaw, became like an established director, was able to get an actual budget. And he's like, I'm going to make my like my own new version of it, yet still make it a sequel. Right. Which is very similar to like Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's just like same characters, goofier, more insane. Goof- yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and in this one, like, yeah, it's it's like he the what what he does with the Leatherface and his family. It's almost like making fun of the original. Yeah, like it's it's very bizarre. It like yeah, Evil Dead Two and Evil Dead One is a good comparison. And then I would also throw in like Gremlins Two and Gremlins One. Yeah, where mm-hmm. that's the same situation. Same director came back for the sequel, and he just like like gave it Looney Tunes logic, and like yeah. just went like ham with the comedic elements of it. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, um, and like everything is like I feel like amped up to the extreme. The gore in this one is actually insane. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more um, than the original, which the original really didn't have a lot of gore. Um, Not at all. Yeah, but but this one basically, our Sawyer family has moved into what it's like an it's like an abandoned theme park, like an underground. Um like tunnel system 
That's what it seemed right? like to me. It seemed like yeah, the the top of it is like an abandoned theme park, and then yeah, this is like this is like what I'm saying. Looney Tunes logic. There's like yeah, all these like tunnels under the ground, like, like a cave Bugs system. Bunny. Yeah, like Bugs Bunny tunneled his way under there, and then there's living under there. It's yeah, very weird. And, and Drayton Sawyer, uh, uh, Daddy Daddy Sawyer, he's been going around <laughs> with his world famous chili. Uh, and the secrets <laughs> in the meat. Yeah, he's you got to pay attention to the meat. He says. Oh so my he's, God, he's going me... around America feeding people human. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's how they're getting their money. I'd assume uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then this is a sequel to the original. So Dennis Hopper's character is the uncle of Franklin. And Sally, yes, Franklin, Sally, and yeah. he is on a almost like a spiritual journey, um, <laughs> to apprehend these men. Yeah. Um, and in this one, we have a new member of the family. Uh, we have Chop Top, who I guess was in Vietnam during the events of the first film. Yeah, I guess because he says that at one point like nom flashbacks. Yeah, for and some that's reason. that's why he has the dome in his head. That's where he got it, which he's <laughs> constantly scraping and eating his own oh. scalp. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that was an interesting character trait. So they, um, I'll, I want to talk also a little bit about the opening with those two like uh, rich kids. Oh my god, yeah, I love the opening of this. Yeah. It's like so bizarre. <laughs> they're driving, uh drinking, and one guy's got crazy like tie-dye like glasses. And they're like shooting a gun. Um and they're prank calling like this news station or not news stations, like radio station. Yeah. Um, which introduces our final girl, um, Stretch her name was, right? Stretch, um, yeah. And next thing you know, uh, Leatherface and the Sawyer family show up and <laughs> you get Leatherface with a body shield. Like he's like almost like a puppet. Yeah. Like for some mummy reason person with a chainsaw yeah. and he's like puts the chainsaw through the car and just cuts like into the guy's head. Um, so that's awesome. <laughs> that was quite awesome and the but, soundtrack during this yeah I'm, the soundtrack in general for this movie mm. is like a plus it's like synths yeah like a lot of it's not something you would expect from a texas chainsaw movie which is like kind of why i like it and um, and we'll get into this as we talk about the other ones but this is the one that is the farthest from the original but the best Yes. Like yeah. I feel like all the other sequels just try to hit the same beats the first film did. And this one yeah. just says fuck that. I'm yeah, just going to we're going to have Leatherface uh on a car chainsawing kids. Um <laughs> and they're in a underground amusement park and we're going to have chainsaw fights. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh So they go the Chop Top and Leatherface go to the radio station uh, where I think the most iconic scene is when Leatherface ha uh, has like stretched in the other room and she's like starts like kind of like talking down to him 
like he's like a kid. Oh. Um, and he's just like, what? And then she's like, yeah, you're like a good, like a big boy and stuff. Like, <sighs> I guess trying to turn him on. Yeah. Because he sees he's like starting to get submissive and he starts like thrusting his chainsaw and does like a mating dance. <laughs> yeah. He's like licking his lips and like looking yeah, he's, at like, her licking like, his very lip. longingly. Yeah. And he's like pushed, like rubbing the chainsaw on her legs. Uh, <laughs> and I guess you could say Leatherface fell in love. Uh, cause he doesn't kill her. And then yeah, he lets when, her go. Yeah. And chop tops like, Oh, you do You kill him. And Leatherface like, yeah. Uh-huh. So they're like, all right. <laughs> so they take, they take their victim man. Um, which is Stretch's boyfriend. Uh, yeah. She's like some weird of the hits on her that like she, she yeah, doesn't want I, anything to do with. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't sure if it was like her boss or boyfriend or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But he, they go to their underground uh, labyrinth of caves. Yeah. And it, Stretch, I guess, up... just follows them there. Yeah, because she wants to save them, and she falls down the tube. Right, yeah. Um, and then that's where my favorite scene is, because she falls down, and Leatherface is cutting off the guy's face and, like, yes. skinning him while he's still alive. <laughs> And he and she like makes a sound and he sees her, but he wants to hide her because he doesn't want like the other Sawyers like knowing mm-hmm. that he let her live. And he puts his face on her <laughs> and leaves. And that's right when the guy who just got skinned alive wakes up and sees her wearing his face. Yeah. And it's very similar to like the original, where like the absurdity of the situation is just hilarious. It really is, yeah. He he puts the face on her, and he's like dancing around with her. It's like, yeah, it's so absurd that it's like it's kind of funny, but also horrifying. It's it's really mm-hmm. strange. It's like funny from an outsider's perspective, but when you think about what she is experiencing, <laughs> it's like so fucked. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a lot of this movie. One one scene that I wanted to mention before I get too far past it is yeah. the um, it's uh it's the it's my favorite scene in the movie probably the um, the Leatherface reveal, where like um, they're like they're back at the radio station. Chop Top is talking to Stretch, the radio host. Yeah, and um, the scene is lit lit I mean lit really creepily, like yeah. like there's lots of like weird colors. There's like like kind of like neon almost like over yeah. and it's just kind of it's chop top just kind of intimidating her and being a weirdo freak like scratching yeah, his head yeah and he lures and her he's like asking her for a tour yeah he asked her for a tour and he kind of lures her over to the this dark doorway mm-hmm. and then she turns the light on and Leatherface just like jumps out and starts running after her yeah like man toby hooper knows how to reveal Leatherface, like that, it was and a cool reveal. He did in the original too, because that's my favorite part. You don't expect it at all. He's just walking in the house, and the door just slams open. Yeah, and he gets whacked. Exactly. He he, like Toby Hooper knows what to do with Leatherface. Like that's one hundred percent certain. You know. Yeah, I mean that's what you get when you have a guy that just understands horror. You get yeah at it like an anatomical level. <laughs> like he just, it's great. Yeah. Um. I mean, the rest of the movie is really just um, Dennis Hopper uh, with 
cha- a big chainsaw and two little chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, one huge one. Um, and he is just going through the tunnels, just destroying all the support beams. Yes, this is this is where the more Looney Tunes logic comes in. Because it, it it almost does feel like Roadrunner or something. It like does that. like that seems like like Roadrunner would like go through Bugs Bunny's tunnels in the ground and start caving them in mm-hmm. by like hitting support beams. It's like, it's like yeah. Because what Dennis Hopper is doing, he's just trying to bring down the whole tunnel system on them because he knows they're there. Mm-hmm. So he just goes around chainsawing the support beams, and I guess that somehow yeah. makes it cave in because this is a cartoon basically. <laughs> yeah, and throughout the movie, they hear like 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 rocks will crumble and stuff, and they're just like, "Didn't I tell you to fix that?" Blah, blah, I know, blah. like they don't know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they they find Stretch. Uh, they do a whole chase, and they find out, oh, like Leatherface likes her, and he's like, he's like Leatherface is a girlfriend. Leatherface is a girlfriend, <laughs> and they're like teasing him. Um. And that's something uh, I want to talk about, which I think makes the first film, and they carry along this one, so scary, is how innocent um, the Sawyers are. Like, they almost, like, they tease each other like brothers, mm-hmm. but they're doing it over murdering someone. Right. Like, you know? <laughs> like, they're constantly yeah. teasing each other, constantly like, ooh, I want to kill her, I want to hit her, you know? Mm-hmm. And they they do that in this one too, and it like adds so much um like uncomfortableness to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they do the iconic dinner scene, like every Texas Chainsaw has. Yeah, this is this is this is kind of the point where the movie starts um falling apart for me. Yeah, I like the part of the movie that I like the least because, I mean. I like the first like half of the movie because it's like completely different from the original, yes. like plot wise. Mm-hmm. It's like not anywhere near the same. Like they're no. doing a girlfriend thing with Leatherface, which we haven't yeah. seen before. Like the the whole radio station plot is weird and interesting. But then when they get when she gets captured, they do the whole dinner scene from the original and then they yeah. repeat the grandpa scene where he's like, yeah. oh, I could kill he, he could kill people at one well, hit. And then he yeah, takes Grandpa's like the best at killing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's 137 years old now or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's like a very insane. specific number. <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, yeah, and then that's when Dennis Hopper shows up. And they have like almost like a weird, it almost feels like an 80s movie schlocky like action sequence. Yes, very much so. Where Leatherface, it's just, it seems satirical. Uh, like in yeah. the best way like not nothing against it it's just it's funny mm-hmm. it's just, at this point it's a straight comedy yes and like, like there's the, no real horror anymore and dennis Hopper, by the way is like just like is chewing the scenery his performance yeah. is so over the top <laughs> it is insane he is like like they asked him to be at like a nine and he went to like a 15 or something like he just yeah. went over yeah um yeah, they him and Leatherface have a duel, and it gets to the point where Dennis Hopper's like dual wielding chainsaws. <laughs> um, and I guess Drayton is like, "All right, well this this is how it ends," and he just pulls out a fucking grenade. Yeah, that, that they is, had just there. This is like Looney Tunes logic. He pulls it out of his someone's pocket, like one of his dead relatives' yeah. pocket. 
Yeah, it was like one of the dead bodies at the table. Yeah. And he just blows them all up. <laughs> but to be fair, we don't see any of, like, we don't see Leatherface technically die. Yeah, yeah, we don't see that. Which I guess is how they get away with the next movie. Um, but while this is going on, Chop Top is chasing Stretch outside onto a big mountain thing. Oh, God. Where yeah. they have, like, the Sawyer family matriarch that they keep up there. Mm hmm. Very, um, like, psycho-esque, uh, like, mummified grandma. Oh, yeah, and she's still alive. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, that was yeah. really creepy to me. Uh, she looks, like, completely dead, like a mummified <laughs> corpse, and then all of a sudden she's moving around. <laughs> hey, say what you want about the Sawyers, but they know... They have the secret to life. Apparently, you know? yeah. Eating people gives you eating people a lot, lot more years. Um, there's one part that I like um and i they they did this a kind of a bit uh and it's really it's really kind of tough to watch is when she's she has the i think she revving up the chainsaw um and chop top is just slashing her on the back oh yes yeah like continuously yeah and it's just so and they kind of do that in the first one when sally's running um out to the street after she escapes um the dinner Oh, and yeah. the brothers like constantly slashing her on the back, mm -hmm. and it's like it it like look it's real tough. Yeah, like it's real hard to look at. It's very, um, yeah, it looks very painful. Yeah, but then she uh gets it, saws chop top, and pushes him off the mountain. <laughs> and um, which there there's a mountain by the way for some reason in this amusement park. Yeah, and <laughs> and he falls down and rolls back into the tube. Or something, so who knows where he went. Oh, yeah. You... That whole part almost reminds me of uh, how to get to, like, Oogie Boogies and Nightmare Before Christmas. They have that big mountain with the tubes. Oh, yeah. That go places. That's always yeah. what it reminded me of. <laughs> I could see that. Um, and <laughs> I, just, I just love it. It just ends. She's like, she's on the mountain. She's like, yeah. And then just over. It's just over. Yeah. Everyone yeah, gets blown I love, up, presumably. That's one of... Yeah, everyone gets everyone's dead. Stretch gets out alive. That's about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love that's one of my favorite thing. Um, and I'll say this over and over. I love when horror movies just end. Like <laughs> the second the bad guy's dead, the second they get out, just done. You know, just credits yeah. roll. Just hard cut <laughs> credits. I love that. <laughs> it's definitely what um, this movie does. She's just like. Standing triumphant with the chainsaw on the mountain, and then it just you're just over. <laughs> um, any anything else about Texas Chainsaw Two, or should we move on? Uh, no. Other than it, it all goes down from here. From here, this is the the best yeah. sequel that we've gotten so far. This one, I I think Texas Chainsaw Two is definitely um my favorite of the sequels. It's the most fun. It's the most different. I love yes. the, what they do with the characters. Um, and I feel like from here, it's just all these other directors constantly trying to remake what Toby Hooper had in the first one. Right. Um, yeah. And I will get into that right now because I wanted to talk about this is I made a list while watching all of these <laughs> of all the things that every movie has. OK. OK. And I'm going to go through We're going to the light bulb sound effect. Everyone except the second. The second is the exception. 
Yeah. I don't think they repeat any of these in a second. But the light bulb sound effect, that or whatever that is. <laughs> um, I guess it's like, you know, the old cameras like taking the picture. Uh, that's what um, I've always assumed that is supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, because and I'll get into this, um, I think in the remake territory they do, because um, as I said before, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based off like loosely based off of Ed Gein and like a famous like Ed Gein was like real. It was like the first kind of big crime. So you had all like the press and there's all these photos getting taken and stuff like that. And I think that was kind of supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. But the next next one is Leatherface slamming a door. A big metal door gets slammed. <laughs> he always closes it. Um, there's always a dinner scene. Always. There's always a shot of a dead armadillo on the road. <laughs> um, Leatherface always gets wounded in the leg somehow. <laughs> um they always try to recreate that shot on the original with the butt where she's like um when the guy first gets hit by Leatherface and she's outside on the swing and she's like are you okay in there and she like gets up and there's that like low angle shot and she's in those like red uh like booty shorts you know oh yeah and you yeah, see the yeah. whole house like the iconic shot they always try to re- remake that shot somehow <laughs> um Leatherface just cutting through doors. Yes, that definitely happens um, in every single he one. He does that so much. And even like in the original, like Drayton's just like, look what your brother did to the door. <laughs> yeah. and he's like yelling. And then like when he sees Leatherface, he's like, why did you break the door? <laughs> um, uh, one of my favorite is girl jumps out of window. Oh, man. Yeah, that everyone has it too. Yeah, because the original Sally jumped out of two windows. So they just kept that going. And then finally the chainsaw dance. Yes. That happens. But those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine things. Um almost all of them happen in every other every one of these movies we're gonna talk about. <laughs> and I wish I would have known it sooner because you could have easily turned it into a drinking game. Easily. Because it yeah. happens so often. You'd be like dead by like the third movie yeah um <laughs> i think it was uh the remake uses that noise so much oh, even God, like when it yeah. doesn't even like make sense mm-hmm. um all right so let's talk about now leatherface yes texas chainsaw massacre three face um it's right off the bat. This For... one is is very strange because I think it starts. Yeah, it got, it's got the opening crawl like every one of these do. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I noticed about it was that um, like it does just doesn't make sense. Like it but basically, yes. I guess what happened is correct me if I'm wrong. But from what I remember, it's that um, it's saying that Leatherface got away. And but one of his family members yes. was caught. And like was executed for his crimes or whatever, right? Yeah. And it, but it, like the original, the only one that lived of his family was his father, which is Drayton Sawyer. Mm-hmm. But in the in the opening but, crawl, they call him W. E. Yeah. Sawyer, which is really strange. I don't. And he's not even in this. No, one. he's not in it at all. Yeah, I don't know if that's How... supposed to be his character or what. The W. E. Sawyer thing is very confusing. I yeah, I'm not sure. Um <laughs> there 
the ways they go trying to get Leatherface into new family dynamics, um, they, they stretch it out. They 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 uh they really they really go for it sometimes yeah, they... where they almost want the audience to just say fuck it it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, honestly, and that's why I don't understand why make sequels. Yeah, just make it like if it yeah, doesn't matter, just make it like James Bond or something, but with Leatherface. Yeah, like the story doesn't really Different matter story. movie to movie, you know. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth, exactly yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Jason shows up, kills people, fine. <laughs> that's all you, you need. know. Poor, poor hippies in the seventies come across a Sawyer family. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but this one is interesting because uh, this is the one. Is it? This is the one of Vigo Mortensen, right? Oh yeah, yes. yeah. It yeah. is. I did not expect that at all. <laughs> For him um, to be in this kind of movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so. This one for me, my main gripe with it is I don't really like any of the characters, both the, I guess, victims and the family. Yeah. Um, they're very forgettable. Yeah, I thought I, um, I thought I was gonna like the soldier character. Um, yeah, but he turned which out to is, be like a complete dumbass later ken forey yeah. yeah and i was like oh shit ken forey's in this movie it's gonna be great and he's fine like right. he's good yeah um but just he just character doesn't do much no and he makes so many stupid decisions like it's like unbelievable and i mean basically the premise of this is uh almost very similar to the first movie where uh the, this couple are i forgot where they're driving it was aren't they on like some trip to like save their marriage like they're on vacation like they're like not doing good yeah i wanted to say it was um, yeah they were trying to um yeah like save their marriage because she doesn't seem and, especially excited about being with him and but then she gets yeah she just kind of gets the hot for um vigo mortensen's character yeah and there's a whole dynamic there yeah. um and they uh stop at a gas station where they get into a uh, kind of a fight with the creepy owner there because he was like a peeping Tom on her while she was going to the bathroom. Yeah. And Vigo steps in and they fight, and then Vigo gets shot. Presumably. And they like get scared and yeah. You don't get actually scared see and him drive get, away. Get shot. It's like you just kind of hear it, and they're like, "Oh my god, he killed him." Yeah. And then um, later they run. Don't they? They, I forgot. Do they crash into Ken Forey or do they run into Leatherface first? <laughs> this is like a really forgettable movie. It for really me. is. No, I, I'm having trouble with, like, like remembering exactly what happens because there really is no plot. It's just kind of like things just kind of happen and Leatherface chases them. Yeah, <laughs> I think. No, I think. The tow truck was chasing them, and then they run into Ken Forey. Oh, and that, then and they both like kind of crash. He's right? like, "Yeah, he's like, he's like, what's going on?" They're like, "There's a madman with a chainsaw," and he thinks they're like crazy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it turns out he's like a survivalist, and he was like in the military. Uh. And that eventually then leads to them all. Uh, at least the couple getting captured and taken to the house. Yeah, yeah. 
which we meet um well, the grossest character is the daughter of Leatherface. Because uh, Leatherface fucks, I guess. He fucks now. Um, and yeah, and there's like a mother figure in it as yeah. well, and she's got like the little smoker. She's supposed to be thing. his aunt or something? I thought she was like, yeah, he's just like his aunt. Yeah. Or some shit. And he has like three other brothers, and that's when we're revealed that Vigo is a part of them, along with the gas station guy. Yeah. Um, as if we did not see that coming at all. <laughs> uh, and this is where I think the family dynamic takes a shift, which I think kind of like isn't as good as the original because now they're more like, uh, like family, the Saw's family, like like. We love each other and we protect each other. <laughs> um, where in like the first two movies, is they're just constantly shitting on each other. They're yelling at each other. They're hitting each other. Yeah. It's much more chaotic and unpredictable. Right. Where this, they're much more like we protect each other and all that. Yeah, which is just strange. It's, um, it's, it's less creepy that way than it just being like... yeah. These are like these are all just a bunch of nutcases that I'm stuck in a house yeah. with that like don't even get along with each other and they want to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Like Leatherface gets a little kiss from his daughter. Yeah. It's nice. And um, this is where the the character of Leatherface starts to get diluted in this movie, by the way. Yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Leatherface I think is like it barely has any other really screen time much in this movie. I feel like it's mostly the brothers. Yeah, no, you're right. It's they don't appear too much. He, um, he doesn't appear too much. But uh, ba- the one thing I was reading that I guess this movie and I think a reason why it isn't that memorable is that they had to censor a lot of the gore for it to get a theatrical like release. Which you can see because almost all the kills are not on screen. And oh, that's right. I remember even... reading about that. Yeah. Like it, it, when... it originally got an X rating, I think, when they said yeah. it to get rated. And then they were like, oh, crap, we got to cut it down now. And it's a shame because there's like one part, like the first real, I mean, kill her boyfriend's like hung upside down and he's like strapped in and there's like a hammer um like on a device that's connected to a lever oh yeah and like when the lever's pulled it just swings the hammer into his head but they they cut away right before it hits yeah <laughs> it's a shame um yeah and, and the rest of the movie is really they kind of do a dinner scene but it kind of ends early yeah they kind of do um it. not really she gets out jumps out a window of course because <laughs> you have to have that she <laughs> has a fight with Vigo and she lights him on fire. Yeah. And he, he like correctly. runs into the house. I think you don't really know what happens to him from there, but he dies. Presumably. Yeah. And there's like a bizarre part where like the daughter is watching him in the window. Oh yeah. And like, she's like kind of rooting him on. And then when he gets lit on fire, she's like upset and like walks away. <laughs> Which I, I, the daughter doesn't die. I don't think does she? I No, she doesn't do it. I think that's the last time you see her. Yeah. Literally. That's what I thought. Yeah. And then Ken Forey comes and saves the day. They fight Leatherface. And 
I don't. They don't kill him. I honest. I honestly got don't. I legitimately what don't even remember. Oh no! They I do, know they that... do kill him. Tech. Okay. Because remember that at the at the very end, they're like trying to get in their pickup truck. Oh no! Wait. Oh yeah. That was the. But yeah. No, that's yeah, the brother. That's the brother. Yeah, the brother. the brother ends up attacking them. Oh my god. Which was the gas station owner yeah. guy. Yeah, and then they like shoot him, and he goes in the water. Um, but you never see him die. That um, okay? Can we? Can I? I want to go on a rant yes. about the the soldier yes. character really quick. Okay, this go is on my biggest take takeaway from this movie. This okay. dude is such a dumbass. I just want to say he's like, like you know, it's. I started the movie and when he when they revealed that he was like a a former military type. I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of interesting. They've never done like this before in these the past couple movies, you know. But he just turns out to be like the biggest dumbass of all time. I remember there was one part where um, he has like an M16 or something like that. Yeah, he has like a rifle. Yeah. And so it, like, I, I think instead of like shooting Leatherface, he just like lifts his gun up to block the Leatherface's chainsaw with his gun for some reason. Yeah, it's really strange. I don't know why you wouldn't that. just shoot him or or like that scene. Yeah, when um he he's fighting with the gas station attendant who turns out to be Leatherface's brother and he, he just kicks him into the water. Yeah, instead of just shooting him. Yeah, that was my thought too. And I was like, "What? Like kicking people in the water doesn't automatically kill them. This isn't like, I don't know, video game logic. It's a video game. Yeah. yeah. And then of course he comes back at the very end to like fuck with them, and you know. Yeah, I was. Um, so it ends with them getting out. Yeah. Or a truck comes to, and she thinks it's a bad guy, but oh, it's our it's our soldier man. Yeah. And right as they're getting away, then the bad guy the brother that he kicked in the water comes out right and they fight and then they actually kill him <laughs> which is does kent um, forest character die or like he lives no. doesn't he um so i was actually reading that i guess the original i don't know the original if he dies or they all die but the test audiences didn't like it so they added that last bit of him coming back to save her and they get away and it's happily ever after oh interesting and yeah, and then after the they shoot the brother and they drive, I'm pretty sure Leatherface just like steps into frame and does his little like dance. That's right. Yeah, I knew. He, and yeah, it's like I knew he came. Why back. weren't you helping, bro? He's <laughs> just watching his brother die. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, for me, this was, I th- maybe the most boring. At least I don't know. Just it was uh, not a lot happened. Like. Um, yeah, the the fact that the gore is like heavily censored and edited around really like makes it lose a lot of its punch. Um, and and there wasn't enough tension. No, yeah, really, there was no like attention. There wasn't enough chaos, up. right? Yeah. Um, and I think this this is where it starts for me, and I will complain about this thing as we go on. Is it no longer feels like we're in Texas? Like. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like this, California, which uh, is probably where they shot it. <laughs> it's very like, yeah, it's very like foresty. I think like really the only time there like looks like Texas is when they're driving. Oh, at the at the very beginning. Um, and throughout these movies, I think Texas slowly disappears. Uh, it just does not feel like Texas, <laughs> you know. And for me, it's kind of like Halloween, like the Halloween franchise. It, it's got to feel like Halloween night. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that's kind of like like the setting makes it. It adds a little bit of oomph to yeah. it. Um, these just don't feel like Texas anymore. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, At a certain and, point, it just doesn't just stops mattering completely to anything other than the title of the movie. Exactly. <laughs> um, I I think we're ready to move on. Yeah, I mean to the next generation. The th- the third one, it's it's just it's basically just a. Uh, I feel like they, the studio probably saw the reaction to the second one. They're like, okay, we need to make something yeah. that is more in line with the first one. And like, this is their attempt at doing mm-hmm. it. But overall, it's it's the classic. It worked the first time. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Yeah. They go and back it turns to that out tone. Uh, that charm and charisma makes it work. <laughs> yes. And actually knowing what you're doing. So. <laughs> So yeah, the fourth one we'll move on. All right. So next generation of this one. I'm excited for this one. I this is actually um like one of the lowest reviewed ones of all of them. The lowest reviewed. It makes sense. It and makes I'm going to tell you something. My your my opinion on this may shock you. I don't think we've really talked about this. No. I love this one. Oh my god, no. Like I I genuinely really like it (laughs) and i'm not like like bullshitting you Mm -hmm. i woke up the next morning after watching it still thinking about this movie what the fuck and to me that's a good movie yeah i guess so if it sticks with you you know yeah um so this one first of all we have to talk about matthew mcconaughey yes because i had no idea he was in this movie <laughs> which by the way he was the the him being in this was the only reason it ended up getting released because i think it really this, this movie ended up coming out in like 95 97 something like that but it was originally uh-huh. supposed to come out uh, a few years earlier i guess they get but the the they tested with audiences and like everyone hated it apparently so they just shelved it but then once yeah. um, McConaughey and the other, the main girl, Renee Zellweger, once they kind of exploded in popularity, then they just decided to release it um, just to like, okay. try to capitalize off of like their their careers right. at the time. Which is not a good reason to release a movie that it, everyone says is dog shit, but whatever. <laughs> hey. I like it. And that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's very interesting to talk about. That's for sure. It um, well, it starts off I think pretty generic. Uh, yeah. with a bunch of high schoolers, it's prom night. Um, they get into a car accident on their way to prom or back from prom. I. They were fighting. I don't know. It doesn't really matter as long as it just gets them to Leatherface. <laughs> That's all um, that matters. <laughs> so they get into a car crash. They're not sure if they killed this guy or not. Uh, and two of them walk t- to the town and they go to this little shack with this businesswoman. And I'm not entirely sure what her business is. Yeah, she just like it's lives like a in a trailer. Agent. It's really strange. But it's like her office. Yeah, it looks like an office. And she's like in a suit. Um, and she's like, oh, I'll call the cops. 
you know, blah, blah, blah. And she seems like she knows kind of everyone in town. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, cool, great. So um, she's like, yeah, the tow truck's coming. The police are on their way, blah, blah, blah. So they, the teenagers go back. And while that's happening, Matthew McConaughey shows up, and he's the tow truck driver. Uh, and the guy's like, oh, great. Like, I think we don't know if this guy's dead or not. Matthew McConaughey just kind of goes and just fucking steps on his head <laughs> and, like, kills him. And he's like, yeah, he's dead, all right. Yeah, he, like, and that's when we <laughs> that's when we realize we got a Sawyer. Yeah. <laughs> There's our... As if we didn't expect the weird hillbilly character that has a mechanical leg to be part of the cannibal family. <laughs> um, yeah. But that's another thing we have to talk about is his leg, which becomes a very key point to the plot. Apparently, later. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's, it's like hooked. I don't even know how to describe it. He has like this metal brace that's constantly like squeaking um and it looks very like makeshift like put together and it's controlled by several tv remotes he has in his pockets (laughs) yeah he just has like 16 tv remotes that he takes out and to like move the his knee it's really yeah so he eventually kills that guy that was waiting for the friends and they uh and he takes him back to the house and the other friends end up at the house anyways <laughs> um i think they're like what they're like flashlight died something like or that s- yeah some hijinks happen but like they get to the house and this this part kind of um confused me cuz like one of the dudes is like an asshole like he's like constantly talking about like how he wants to like fuck other girls and all this stuff like he's like your typical horror movie asshole character, <laughs> and they he gets like held at gunpoint, and eventually finds his way into the house and locks the guy out. And the second he locks the guy out, it's like he just is at home. Like he's like walking around checking the place out. He's like pissing. <laughs> like he like uses the toilet, and it's like, dude, like you're like a like a seventeen year old kid. You were just held at gunpoint. How are you not like? shaken freaking out yeah yeah you know um so that's when leatherface comes and takes him out of course um and this time leatherface is like a woman yes yeah full-blown woman yeah um and he's like putting on the makeup and all that um matthew mcconaughey uh comes in with the guy uh they tie up like our main girl i think really the at this point everyone's dead except the main girl and her friend yeah her friend and her friend is like unconscious yeah and that's when we realize that matthew mcconaughey is insane (laughs) and there's also another brother who is looks the most normal out of any other family member we've seen in any movie he just looks like a guy (laughs) Um, but, uh, they do the typical chase Leatherface, like the girl gets out. She is able to escape, jumps through a window, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. and she goes back to that one lady in the office 
And then there's our twist, right when she thought she's safe. It turns out that lady is in on the family business. <laughs> yeah. She's fucking Matthew McConaughey's character. Yeah, and I don't understand that relationship. <laughs> yeah, it was really cringy. I, those, those scenes with the two of them, it is really painful to watch. <laughs> and there's like a part where like, after like she like knocks out that girl once she realizes that she's in on it with Matthew McConaughey and they, she like puts her in the trunk and then she goes and just gets like cheese. Bro- oh no, gets pizza. It was pizza. Yeah. She picked up the pizza and like, she's like in the drive through opening the trunk, like yelling at her. She's like, you better stop talking, blah, 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 blah. And there's like police behind her and stuff. <laughs> and she's just able to get away. Yeah, because she she ends up like smoozing the cops. She's like an attractive lady. So yeah, another thing is this movie is really like sexual. Like yeah, very much so. The teenagers are always talking about like sex and like they're constantly fighting because like the boyfriend cheated on the girl. Mm -hmm. Um, Matthew McConaughey and that one business lady are constantly like making out yeah <laughs> and are in like you know it's it's really the the harley joker relationship before suicide squad hit the big screen this oh, God. it was matthew mcconaughey and this um <laughs> and this lady whatever and, yeah i honestly don't even remember her name i don't either <laughs> um and then like leatherface is like in the makeup and he's wearing like the, like the sexy dress and all that yeah which by the way felt very that scene with him putting on all the that woman stuff felt very um, Buffalo Bill sounds of the land yeah. to me, which would have yeah. only came out a few years earlier than this movie. So it makes I sense mean, that they would have copied it. It could have been just a direct rip. On yeah, that. that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. And then um, so they get the girl back. Um, that's when we learn that the remotes control his knees or his knee. <laughs> yeah. And they do the dinner scene. And then this is when the big reveal happens. Um, <laughs> which I think this is why it's the most, uh, like, the lowest rated Texas Chainsaw. It's that apparently they're a part of the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, some form of it. It's It's quite strange. And their goal is they're a secret society that scares people. Yeah, I think I think the idea is basically that they they employ the Sawyer family and like Leatherface and stuff to scare people to the point that they have like a near death experience and then they they like appreciate their life more, something like that. I think that's the idea. But yeah, um. It's it's really interesting because it's a it's a really good concept and it's used in a one of my favorite horror movies, Martyrs. Oh, and that's right. that is yeah. years that is years after this. Mm-hmm. And like what the fuck? <laughs> like I don't know. It's just it comes out of nowhere and it almost feels like, like a Connell Cochran plan from Halloween three. Like that he would have, like, ooh, I'm just gonna scare people. Oh, the you know? the guy with the um, yeah. Stonehenge stuff, yeah. It's like it's like a cartoony, yeah, kind of like villain. And then this dude, also his haircuts, like a half bowl cut or something. This like G man in the suit, 
and he opens his shirt to reveal like were they they're like hanging boobs on his stomach <laughs> something he has like piercings and crap yeah <laughs> yeah and he like explains to her he's like oh like like matthew mcconaughey like fucked up like he's not good at his job <laughs> and it's like i thought he was doing a pretty good job yeah i mean like, he seemed pretty terrified that girl thought he was yeah she was pretty scared <laughs> he scared me um, with his performance that's for sure yeah got him i i i I liked his performance in this i it was really Uh, bad all the performances i thought were like really really bad (laughs) yeah um i think i think it's bad in a good way i'll just give him yeah it's definitely bad in a good way it's just it's just so over the top Mm -hmm, exactly yeah and then the dude just kind of leaves yeah, he just leaves. He just showed up to humiliate, and Matthew McConaughey was like scared of him too. <laughs> like he's like a little bitch, and even the woman, like his like lover, was just like she's like, "Oh, you're a pussy" and all that. Yeah, that was weird. Um, and then our main girl is able to get out and get a hold of the remotes to control his knees so she can get away. <laughs> um, and then there's an extended sequence of Matthew McConaughey just writhing on the ground while his knee just spazzes yeah. out. His knees just spasming. <laughs> yeah, and she's like pressing random buttons. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I kind of love that. I don't know. I like that little. It's just there's just so much weird stuff in this that separates it from the other sequels, and I think that's just why I like it. Yeah, like I don't think they're good choices, but I think it's something different and fun, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I guess I could see it that way. I don't know. I feel like I would like it more if, uh, like the Illum- the whole Illuminati thing. I think on paper is an interesting idea. Like, uh, like b- before I watched this movie, I saw they had something about the Illuminati in this plot because I was looking at like a synopsis about it, and I was like, oh, okay, that might that kind of sounds interesting to me. Like the idea that, like, uh, the Illuminati would like employ people to like give people near death experiences to like make their li- yeah. life have more meaning. Like, I mean, the way it's executed is like it, it's like it's very comical, but not in an intentional way. Like, you know, yeah. like it it's very it's not done well at all. Yeah. And it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And they don't really touch on it much. After yeah. They that. don't build up to it at all because because she gets mm-hmm. away. And um, Matthew McConaughey is chasing her and just a plane comes and kills him. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, that was really confusing. Who was flying the plane? <laughs> I was so confused. Was that? And and even Leatherface was like, "What the what the fuck?" <laughs> like that's a yeah, plane. Yeah, literally. Um, and then the the Illuminati man pulls up and he's like, "Hey, get in. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry that like didn't go good. Like, he was like a customer service rep. He's like, oh, I'm sorry you had like a bad experience. <laughs> like, you know, how can we like improve next time? <laughs> he's like, he's like, you want to go to the hospital? Like, do you want me to call the police? What do you want to do? And then when she goes to the hospital and there's a woman like on a stretcher getting like pulled mm-hmm. away. And that's supposed to be Sally. Yeah, it's the same actress and everything that played her yeah. originally. Why? Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know. that that kind of that I, I actually quite like the ending like that shot because yeah. it's like 
I like it. It almost makes you think like that, like the Illuminati took Sally too, and she's just in this like mental institution now from her traumatic mm-hmm. experience. Like, I guess that was the implication. I don't know. Yeah, I got yeah. that too. And like, even the cop was like, just weird stuff like this keeps happening. Yeah. Like, at the end. Um, and again, well, I think kind of backtracking to um the new movie that came out but i think sally is much more likely to end up in a mental institution all her life than spending her life getting revenge yeah exactly yeah she almost like a ranger or something that's it yeah that's bizarre but But, um anyway next generation i like it a lot um I would use the word love. I don't know. I just think it's so goofy and fun. <laughs> and that's that's all I have to say about it. I don't it's, defend any of its decisions. Yeah. I just I'm just along for the ride and I think it's great. That's fair, yeah. I definitely think it's fun to watch. I wouldn't ever watch it again. Um, but it's not my least favorite Texas Chainsaw movie, that's okay. for sure. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> um the next ones, I feel like we can kind of just lump together. Um, yeah. And that's the, the remake and the prequel to the remake that um, I didn't even know was a prequel. <laughs> oh, wait. Did I skip 3D? Where's 3D on this list? 3D is uh, later. Oh, it's after. Okay. Yeah. It's I also, after. I also, hang on. Before we go on, I want to talk about the names. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So the original is the Texas Chain Space Saw Massacre. All right. <laughs> we have Texas Chainsaw 2, fine. Mm-hmm. We have Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, fine. Then we go Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. Okay, fine. I'll take that. <laughs> then remake happens. Mm-hmm. And it's just called the Texas Chainsaw, one word, Massacre. All right. <laughs> then we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre the beginning that's the prequel to the texas chainsaw one word massacre (laughs) then we have i think the 3d one its alternate title is also just called texas chainsaw there's no the and there's no massacre yeah just texas chainsaw 3d then we have leatherface and for some reason they decided to name the sequel to the original film the exact same name (laughs) Just taking out the the. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I can't wait to watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And after, I'm going to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I don't know why studios are so afraid of numbers now. Yeah, it's two cares. Or even just subtitles like Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre sub like colon something, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. But it's just the names just they're just. I feel like the studios have so little faith is they know they need to have Texas Chainsaw Massacre in there for people to just give a shit. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of true. And and speaking of um, not giving a shit, we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 and 2006, which honestly blend into the same movie for me, at least. Yeah, they're very, very similar plot-wise, for sure. I watched both of them years ago and i genuinely thought they were the same movie <laughs> my mind molded them. <laughs> um i mean this is just a remake 
It is. The 2003 one. It's just a straight up remake. Um, they do like some different things with it. Um, yeah, they're uh, like the two brothers are ones are going to dodge the. They're going on like one last trip before they go to Vietnam, and one of them is going to dodge the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in this one, Drayton Sawyer, the patriarch of the, the Sawyer family, or no, aren't they the Hewitts in this one? They changed the name. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they're, they're the Hewitts in this. Yeah. The Hewitts. Yeah. He kills the only sheriff and becomes the law. <laughs> and he goes to his family and is like, there's nothing left in this town. We got to start eating people. <laughs> And they're just like, okay. <laughs> That's fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but they don't like it, but they're just like doing it. Like no one is like, dude, we can just like go to the like the grocery store, you know? Like we just go to the town over. But they were like, Oh yeah. Okay, next logical step. Let's eat people. <laughs> um Yeah, and it, that this feeds in like you don't need to like That's the problem with the remakes with like these two movies, the two thousand three and two thousand six it it feels need to give like reasons for a whole bunch of things that there doesn't need to be reasons yes. for. Like you don't need a reason yes. why they eat people. They could just eat people because mm -hmm. it's just their way of life, you know. Or like it doesn't need to be and, a whole explanation yeah. of like the town and the townspeople, you know. And um, that's something I kind of wanted to talk because I feel like this one and the rest are drastically different than the pre-2000 ones. Yes, yeah, way different. Um, tonally, um, the pre-2000 ones have always tried to keep that chaotic energy that the first film has. You know, everyone, like, talking over each other, people just screaming, you know, like, 20-minute chases, right. you know, stuff yeah. like that, where these feel much more like generic horror movies. <laughs> Like, teenagers are introduced to a bad guy. Leatherface shows up, kills one. Okay, we have, like, 15 minutes of mm -hmm. nothing. Oh, Leatherface pops up again. Okay, 15 minutes of nothing. Leatherface pops up again. And it's just kind of like that, like, I don't know, just, like, rinse and repeat horror movie um, mm -hmm. formula that we just see kind of now. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, it's kind of why they... Like they all kind of these two movies kind of blend together for I think both yeah. of us, you know, they're just very samey, and they're just not. There's nothing real memorable. Like the kills no. are a bit gorier. Um, they they are, but like they're they're like they're shot so badly and they're yeah. they're edited so like frenetically, like you can't even tell what's going on most of the time. Mm -hmm. So it's not really satisfying on that level either. Yeah. I think there's, like, only one cool kill where, like, the biker guy goes into the house and, like, Leatherface, they have, like, the chainsaw on the ground and, like, Drayton's holding it and Leatherface, like, pushes him onto the chainsaw. Oh, yeah. And I, I think that's about the only one that I remember. I like the idea of that kill, but, like, again, that that one is, like, it's killed in the way it's shot and edited. It's, mm -hmm. you don't, you don't actually see anything. You just kind of hear it happening and like the noises and you get like a quick shot of like his torso. But I mean, that's yeah. about it, and, you know, so. Um, 
Yeah. And another thing that I noticed is this is when they start making the protagonists like just completely unlikable. Yes. <laughs> big time. And I think for me, that's a big thing I noticed in like 2000s horror, like especially slashers where they're like, okay, we know we don't want our audience to get connected to our characters because we know they're going to die, so let's just make them not likable so we are happy when they die? <laughs> I guess that's the idea. <laughs> and I never understood that point because I think it's more effective when I like a character and they get killed. Yeah, that that the same way for me too. Um, but these guys are just annoying. They are and unlikable. Really and like the girls are just there for eye candy. Yeah, like in each of these movies, they they all like these movies are produced by Michael Bay. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of shots ogling the women in it, and it's just kind of eye rolling and, you know, it's mm. not great. There always has to be a girl with like the biggest boobs possible. And, like, the and they're always shirt. trying to recreate that ass shot like in the original. Yes. Yeah. Big time. Um, <laughs> and the other thing. um that and you kind of touched base on this is like they just feel like they have to explain everything mm -hmm. and what makes the original so great is they don't at all there's like little bits of dialogue but there's no exposition in the original yeah none it's just like oh my brother and daddy worked at that uh meat packing pan but they changed to you know automated you know way of killing the cattle and they fired everyone mm -hmm. and you just okay i can put the pieces together <laughs> exactly um from there but this one they're just like they show leatherface like getting fired and the guy being like all right we gotta eat people now <laughs> and they also feel the need to explain why leatherface wears a mask yeah as well. they told him like he had a disorder like a skin disorder at birth yeah, where he, he starts like losing his nose or something like that. It's, yeah. yeah. You see him without his mask briefly in... Mm -hmm. I don't remember which one I think one it's the it's beginning, in, but... before he gets yeah. his mask. That's right, yeah. That sounds right. Which, again, you don't need to explain why he wears the mask. It's just... just that's his thing. You know. He's Leatherface. Yeah, it's, it's not necessary. I think... I mean, there's not a lot to talk about with these the last thing i do want to touch on and I, I i realized this while watching them i feel like they were really trying to do the hills have eyes like that whole kind of hillbilly family and stuff oh yeah that's yeah, just yeah. the vibe i got from it right <laughs> um i could see that because again this is one where they're all like family's important family and there's actually like the the mother in this one too yeah, she a, plays a pretty prominent role in it, surprisingly. And this Drayton is, like, really uncharismatic. Like, he's not crazy or funny. Yeah. Like the other they, one. They got the guy, um, he always plays, like, an army sergeant and everything. He's yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, and, like, they, he works for that type of character, but, like, here he's, like... I don't know. There's something missing. There's yeah, that charm is missing. From it's Drayton like that, that bubbly, kind of like crotchety old man, like craziness yeah. to it. Yeah, exactly. Something only that actor that played Drayton originally yeah. in the first two films could like mm -hmm. properly bring out because that was just his personality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I so, agree. Um, I, I think we're safe to move on to 3D. There's yeah, not definitely. much. Um, 3D. Do you like 3D? Uh, I, I think it might. It, I don't know. I, I have a hard time calling it the worst in the franchise when you have the next generation and like the group, the, the remakes movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's pretty damn close for me. I don't know. See, I, this one, I didn't mind. <laughs> yeah. Because again, they did weird shit with it mm-hmm. that made it just different enough. Like this one does, this one doesn't have a dinner scene. It doesn't. Yeah, that's true. But this one definitely felt more like slasher movie than like Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, like typical slasher movie. Um, yeah, I could, I get that. But the thing that we need to talk about is how it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> yes. Because this one, okay, so this one unwrites or gets rid of two through next generation and it goes right right back from the beginning of the first movie because this movie starts what a couple hours after the first one ends yeah sally goes to the police the police show up and somehow the sawyers just fucking multiply overnight (laughs) yeah there's there's literally like like 20 of them yeah and there's like a mother and a baby and (laughs) leather faces and like I don't even, is Drayton there? Yeah, no, the, he's the, there. He is there. He's played by a different actor, but yeah, he's there. Yeah. And the rest of the town comes, which also doesn't make sense because the idea of the first one was when the mill shut down, all the jobs left and all the people left. Yeah. And they didn't have police either. So why there's a sheriff and a town here that have a long history with the Sawyers? <laughs> um it's really strange but they just have a shootout (laughs) yeah a shootout in the texas chainsaw massacre movie and they they kill grandpa poor grandpa uh i i actually yelled they killed grandpa like i was like genuinely like oh my god he just gets like riddled with bullets he's like there's just like bullets going through him (laughs) and this scene features a, a bunch of cameos by the way from um original actors who were in the first one. Oh, really like um yeah like the like the heavy set guy who is like mm-hmm. sitting in front of the window that has like a few lines mm-hmm. he he was the one who originally played um leatherface in the oh that's cool in 1974 gunner hansen and then the the guy who plays old man is the same guy who played the old man in the original 1974 movie but he's just like aged up so much they don't even put prosthetics on him Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know if that's like an insult to him or not, but <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah. And the guy who plays Drayton is—he's different than the one from the first two, and he's not as good, like not nearly as good. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter because he dies They all get killed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They burn down the house. <laughs> um, and then the baby gets found by one of the people that killed the family yeah and they're like oh this baby's innocent like we can't have kids so we want our own yeah that that was not explained but like they just all of us like 
that was like not set up at all. Like he just like yes. he, he like kills that woman and he just takes her baby and you're like, what is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he like it's so funny because it's like this innocent moment. He like she's like take the baby and he takes it, and then he just kicks her fucking skull into the car. Yeah, literally. And it's like the most violent kick I've ever seen. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> There's like like tonally, this movie is all over the place. Yeah, it really is. It's rough. But I mean, basically the plot from here is just the baby. I mean, we know it's the baby. Uh, grows up. And that's another thing is like it's clear that it's the kid because they show a shot of the baby mm-hmm. and then it cuts like title card opens up with like a, a young woman after the how many years later. We're like, OK, she's this age and like a meat plan like, oh, OK, you know, it's in her blood, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but then the main twist of the movie is that she's a Sawyer. Yeah, the main girl. But we knew that. it's very obvious from the very beginning maybe if i've never watched a movie before i wouldn't know that (laughs) but i've seen movies i know this yeah (laughs) yeah um but anyways she her grandma that she never met uh tells her that she's uh like writes her in the will and she gets the carson estate Mm -hmm. and so her, her and her friends are like hey you know, let's let's all go. You got this like mansion now. Let's all party. Uh, and they go, and it turns out, uh oh, Leatherface is still living there. Yeah, he's like locked away in the basement. I guess he just gets yeah, out and again, once in a while, big metal door. Yeah, and he gets to slam as much as he wants for no reason at all. By the way, there's like no reason yeah. why there's a metal door, a metal sliding door there. It's just like uh-huh. they did it just because it's in the original they need that door (laughs) that exact door um and another thing i also want to point out which i thought was really funny when like the lawyer guy who like did the will gave her the keys um to the mansion there is one hilariously large key oh yeah yeah, that looks like something out of scooby-doo it's like a ring of normal keys yeah and then just one huge like brass key (laughs) looks like it should open like a pirate treasure or something right i know i was thinking that it's like a ginormous key it's like a fisher price key or something yeah if i get something like that i'm immediately looking at that house what this key goes to yeah yeah i would do the same thing um (laughs) Another thing we need to talk about, though, is the 3D effects. Oh, God. They're not yeah. good. Yeah, they're rough. Um, I think my favorite part is there's a point where the cop has, like, Leatherface at gunpoint. And Leatherface, like, doesn't know what <laughs> oh, to yeah. do. So he just fucking yeets the chainsaw at him. He just, like, throws it. <laughs> and it's, like, the worst CGI chainsaw that, yeah. like, comes right at the screen. Yeah, and it's supposed to make you go, whoa, whoa, that chainsaw's coming right at me. Holy cow. But it's just, and it's so funny because then Leatherface, like you just see him running away. He's like trudging away. I know. It's like you just threw away your weapon, dude. And then I th- I'm pretty sure he gets it back later, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I don't remember how he gets it back. I mean, he just he just goes back to the house. <laughs> um, So... And then I think the big part of this movie, which is why I think it's very bizarre, is that they kind of make Leatherface the good guy. Yeah, they they give him the anti-hero treatment big time. 
because he's been slowly getting revenge on everyone that killed his family. Mm-hmm. And our main girl real like learns this. And she becomes like involved. Like she gets kidnapped because they find out she's like a Sawyer or whatever. And Leatherface comes oh, yeah. and saves her. Yeah, he doesn't know it's her. I think he just hears that they were. Yeah, well, he he finds out taking her there because yeah, because they wanted to use her as bait. Mm-hmm. But then when she in the fire, her mom's like necklace like burned into her. Like I guess the Sawyer Carson Sawyer family crest. <laughs> so Leatherface is like, yeah, that, that's my cousin. I think that's my cousin. And um, yeah. they fight the bad guys together, <laughs> which I never thought I would say in a Texas Chainsaw movie. Yeah, and I guess you're supposed to root for them for some yeah, reason. Yeah, that's the thing. I like I found myself actually rooting for him, and then I remembered like the original. I'm like, wait, no, that's the bad guy. Yeah, Leatherface was like, I mean, Leatherface and his whole family are terrible people. Like, yeah. There's not and, really much redeeming you can do with them. And as much as like vigilante justice isn't good, that was definitely the only way they probably could have taken care of that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly. I mean, yeah, the mayor guy was a huge asshole and stuff. Sure. But um Oh, and that one cop, the cop that was trying to he, he's at the beginning of the movie in that flashback. Yeah. Where he, he's trying to stop them from doing it. Like God, that guy was so annoying because yeah. none, like it, none of it made sense. He was just there to tell him to stop. Yeah, like, throughout the whole movie. And then at the end, like he could have stopped Leatherface from killing him, and he's like, "You know what? I owe you one." I know, and I was like, "What?" And I'm like, Why? "Yeah." I'm like, "You see how many innocent people Leatherface killed up until this moment? Like that night alone, he killed like six people." I know. He nothing to do with a shot in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> and then. In the end, she just joins, like, she becomes his caretaker. Yeah, for some reason, she chooses to do that. It's really bizarre. Um, I don't know. This one, I don't mind. It, yeah, it, I, I, yeah, like you were saying before, it, at least they tried something new with it, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense to, like, try to make Leatherface into an anti-hero. But, I mean, at least mm-hmm. they tried something new. Like, opposed to, like, and the the remakes where yeah. it's, like, the same movie over and over it's again. Just, yeah, it's just the same beats, but just worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And, like, this one, like, this is, like, I guess the first one where there isn't the rest of the family with him. And I think this is a much more realistic look of, like, Leatherface on his own. Because while I think he's a bit smarter in this one, he's still like he needs someone to take care of him. Yeah, um, I guess it it still suffers from that problem of like, like Leatherface all of a sudden becomes like uber competent, yeah, like killer. Mm-hmm. When yeah, yeah, like he's just he's supposed to be like barely like functioning a good killer, yeah, at all, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and again, just the inconsistency in Leatherface's character we have seen again. Yeah, that keeps keeps rearing its ugly head. Um, and we're going to see it even more as we segue into our next one. <laughs> <laughs> Which, 
was Leatherface. The 2017 smash hit. The straight-to-DVD uh, <laughs> smash hit that I found, I'm pretty sure, in 2018 in the $3 Walmart bin. Really? Oh, my yeah, God. That's how that's how I watched this movie, because um, I was like, you know, I've, I like Texas Chainsaw, and I've never really watched any of the others, so maybe, maybe I should give this one a shot, you know? <laughs> And then you regretted it for the rest of your life. Oh yeah, this one, this one's stinky. <laughs> this one's real bad. This is a movie again. I could very similar talk like say about the new one, where if it was a different thing, if it wasn't Texas Chainsaw, fine, just an okay movie. Yeah, maybe. But the tying it into Leatherface and giving him an origin. And it's another one of those things where Leatherface doesn't need an origin. You know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Michael doesn't need an origin story. Uh, Jay, like, Jay's just, you know, you get their gimmick. Like, that's their thing, you know? <laughs> that's scary enough. Once mm -hmm. once you give them more, um, it's no longer scary. Yeah, exactly. And, and especially with Leatherface, I mean, I feel like all that, everything that you need, if you really needed something about how he became how he became in the 1974 movie, mm -hmm. it's all kind of implied. I mean, yeah. it seems like his family made him into that type of person mm -hmm. that like wears like his mask on his face and runs around with the chainsaw. He doesn't seem to have much agency of his own. He just kind yeah. of does what other people tell him to do. Yeah. You know, you, you don't need like a, a whole giant like epic movie about his backstory um because yeah like you said it just makes him less scary yeah um, yeah once you remove the mystery there's <laughs> nothing to really like oh okay sure <laughs> right um but this one this one really explains it to you oh yeah um, and this this where... is like by far the this has like no plot whatsoever this is like the one with the least amount of plot of them all to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty much just like, how can we get Leatherface from point A to point B and make him this character at the last yeah. second? Yeah. Um, so basically the Sawyers are running amok and the town doesn't like them very much. <laughs> and they kill the sheriff's daughter. I believe. Yeah, it's um, a sheriff's daughter. And they don't somehow don't have proof, even though they dropped a fucking car engine on her. Um, <laughs> and that seems like really easy to get evidence for. You would considering think. they have a fucking trap in their garage <laughs> with a giant a comedically large hole with an engine uh, above it with a lever. Yeah. Um. But the sheriff's like, you take one of mine, I can take all of yours. So he sends their kids to like an asylum. Yeah, I guess. Um, and specifically Leatherface we follow. Fuck the other ones, I guess. <laughs> um, they don't matter. They really don't. They're, they're, all the other ones are just there for... Because the whole movie you're supposed to be kind of wondering, whoa, which one is yeah. Leatherface? Yeah, you're Cause... shown like a cast of wacky teenagers. 
Yeah, and they each can kind of give hints like, oh, it might be this guy. Oh, it might be this guy. There's like a mute, like heavy set guy. Yeah, who you think at first is going to be him. That's but... the one they really want you to think. And yeah, he's got it's... like a temper. Mm-hmm. And he's good at killing already. Uh, um, yeah. Then you have the smooth talking, good looking, charismatic guy who's able to sex like hit on the nurses and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, there's some like real asshole dude. Yeah, the bald guy you're talking about. Yeah. I um, loved his character. And then his girlfriend, who's also like what, is she like a pyro or something like that? I think so, yeah, because when she when then her top was seen, it's it's all like her like her chest is all like, yeah. like burnt or something. Mm-hmm. But uh uh, Leatherface's mom, I guess, has been fighting the asylum with like her lawyers, and it's still not working. So she just decides, I'm gonna let him out. <laughs> uh, and in like, I guess try. I don't think she intentionally tried to let him out, but she like on her like busting in, she coincidentally let everyone out. I think so. Yeah, because yeah, she didn't realize it happened until she got home and she got the call that they were. Like they were out. Yeah. She's got some guy on the inside or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest of the movie up until the end is just kind of like aimlessly wandering through fields. Exactly. Yeah. With They're all just these like, kids. It's a road trip. <laughs> yeah. And like not a whole lot happens in between other than like they just kind of fight amongst each other. Um, mm. And the cops are on their tail. Yeah. Um, But the I think like the big twist is like they see a cop and the nurse is with them. One of the I forgot to mention that one of the nurses gets like stuck going with them. Um, yeah. She's like held hostage, <clears throat> and she like flags down a cop, and for some reason they send the giant mute guy to greet the cop, <laughs> like the scariest looking kid imaginable, and the mm-hmm. cop just kills him. Uh, and they get into like a whole thing. So you're like, oh no, I thought that was Leatherface. And then that's when it's revealed that our charismatic boy, our good looking guy is Leatherface. Oh my God. Um, cause he gets cause, like shot in his like jog. He's like shattered yeah, or something like his that. His whole right? mouth like gets like mutilated. That's right. And yeah. he takes her back to the Sawyer farm where they stitch him like up like a muzzle thing to keep his mouth in place or something. Oh yeah. I guess it's supposed yeah. to be kind of like his first mask. Yeah, that that was their attempt at explaining why he wears a mask cuz he wants to cover yeah. up his like ugly face or something. And then they give him the chainsaw. And he, they killed the sheriff guy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she gets bad. out. The guy chases her. Or Leatherface chases her. And then she tries talking sense. She's like, remember all the good times? And then he just kills her. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know why we're supposed to... I like. I guess the nurse character was likable. But like everyone else that she was with was so unlikable. I mean, they kidnapped yeah. her. Yeah. They're all psychos. Like, I don't know why we're supposed to care about the heavy set guy. Like, when he died, I guess we're supposed to feel emotional. And we're supposed he... to have some 
romance subplot between Leatherface and this girl. Yeah, but it's like, dude, this guy's an asshole. He's like keeping her hostage and yeah. it just doesn't work on any level what they're trying to do with it. And a big complaint of mine is how and like in the beginning, like Leatherface as a kid, he was like quiet. And yet in the I don't remember how many years, let's just say like 15 years, he's in this asylum, like an insane <laughs> asylum, like an institution. Yeah, he somehow becomes very charming. <laughs> yeah charming and he just seems normal like he just seems like a yeah. normal guy other than kind of being insane every once in a while yeah i think what he just had like temper issues right or something yeah. like that i think when when he sees like people like being killed or getting killed he like has like he has issues with that and he starts to like break down but like why i the whole movie is just dumb I don't know how else like really to describe it. It is. It's 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 really cheap looking. You can tell that it's they pumped like five dollars. The into lowest it. quality of all the movies. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and it's just and like, I, I'm like I didn't yeah. even know this movie had released. When yeah. I was looking at before when we we're getting prepared for this. I had no idea that a Leatherface movie had released that yeah. recently. <laughs> yeah, like, like I never heard anything about it. Yeah, because no one talked it's about kind of it. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, I commend them for trying to do something different, but right that it has like absolutely no plot to it. They're just wandering around <laughs> in the wilderness the whole movie. <coughs> and most of the plot, <coughs> or the reason of the movie, is just how can we get Leatherface to wear a mask? <laughs> yeah, that's about it. And they like sum that up in about five minutes at the very end. Yeah. Ugh. Um. And I guess they were supposed to be sad when he killed her at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess so. For some reason, because we we're supposed to care about them as a couple. Yeah, even though it's not a good relationship. Um. At all. <laughs> like every Sawyer relationship. <laughs> Um, so I, I guess that's it. Yeah, we we had to we had to watch all of those movies suffer through every single one of them. I'm surprised I was able to remember um, as much as I did because I feel like some of them really blend together. No, oh, yeah, you did a really good job the with all that. I you remember the more than I would be able to. I remember well, bits and pieces. A lot of these I've watched twice. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um. I think the only ones I've seen for the first time were Next Generation and 3D. Oh, okay. So I've seen the originals countless times. I've seen Texas Chainsaw 2 like a good amount of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I The remake, the 2003 and 2006 were just buried somewhere deep down in my brain. <laughs> and they were only just now like brought up. Yeah. Um, and I just remember Leatherface so well because of how shitty it was. <laughs> it's really bad. Oh, God, there's one scene I wanted to mention Yeah, the, in Leatherface. Um, it's at the very beginning, but like I was like almost crying laughing it, um, mm-hmm. when like the prison breakout scene is happening. And yeah. then the that one bald guy and his girlfriend are like having oh, sex in the yeah. middle of all the chaos. Yeah, they're just like fucking against the wall. Yeah, and he's he's like getting a blowjob from her, and he has like the most comical like blowjob face yeah. ever. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, Ugh! it's like a me underwears guy from the room. Yeah, and like in the <laughs> background, people are like dying. I know, like, yeah, getting stabbed. It's so yeah. funny. It's great. I think they were trying to be edgy with it. That's I, think, I feel yeah, like that's I what they were they going with. Funny with that at all? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, other than that scene, it's like most of it is just boring. Like it's just not very fun to watch. That's how I feel about a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Um, like the two thousand ones, like three and two thousand six, two thousand three. For me, are just boring. Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre three is just kind of boring. And I notice it's the ones that just try to do beat for beat the original are the more boring ones. Yeah, the the ones that don't try anything new, like two thousand three. Yeah, and two thousand six. Even though that's a prequel, it's like almost the exact same movie plot yeah. wise as the, as the first one. Yeah, that one really bizarre. doesn't do anything. No, that's my. I don't know about you, but I mean, what is your least favorite um, movie that of this franchise? That you've watched. Okay. Um. Maybe the beginning. I, I'm I'm with you 100%. My my least favorite is the beginning without a doubt. Because the other ones I at least have some good. Qualities to them. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a tie between the beginning and Leatherface. But I don't. Leatherface doesn't feel like a movie in the franchise. It yeah. feels like it's own weird thing. but (laughs) the beginning just kind of fails at everything it does yeah i i'm with you it because like you would think you would do something like leatherface if you were going to make a prequel Mm -hmm. but like from what i remember at the beginning it's yeah this is the most frustrating part about it was that um it the prequel stuff is over with in the first like 10 minutes of the movie yeah it's just done like they set up Leatherface with his chainsaw. They set up the guy that his dad is being a yeah, sheriff. Yeah, getting the cop. Yeah, yeah. And then from then on out, it just becomes like another Texas Chainsaw, Texas chainsaw yeah. movie. <laughs> it's like they're not even trying. They just want to make money. And and those ones, I think, look the worst. Oh yeah, like I'm, they just yeah. blend in with any low budget or I guess like de- medium sized budget, just generic horror movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I like, think of those movies, I think of like brown, black, and like yeah, yellow. That like yellow, <laughs> and again, that's the thing. We're like, oh, it's Texas. Let's just throw like a yellow and brown like color grading over everything. Yeah, it's yeah. There's like awful. no color, <laughs> none at all. Uh, just, yeah, those just feel very lifeless to me. Yeah, um, very joyless. A real slog. Yeah. I feel like 3D, they were trying something, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest overall, takeaway is, yeah, like, we we suffered through all this, and we see, like, constant attempts at a studio trying to make money, and it just doesn't work. You just, you can't, yeah. trying to keep mind that first creative movie, it just doesn't work like that. That was, the first movie, 1974, was lightning in a bottle. You can never, you can't yeah. recreate that. As much as you will try, you just cannot. Yeah, especially if you really don't have any care for the the characters and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, the the second one is the best one because I mm-hmm. feel like it has the most care. Yeah, for the characters, like they love it. Leatherface acts like Leatherface in that movie. They do new things mm-hmm. with all the characters for the most part. Yeah, um, you know, and, and even Toby Hooper directed it. The protagonist, like the stretch, is really likable. She has like a lot of charm. Um, and oh character. yeah, yeah, she was great in it. Unlike a sure lot of the other is. victims, are just you know <laughs> for really forgettable. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, that girl and the her yeah boyfriend her or boyfriend. Husband. Um, uh, yeah, they're 3D. They try to do something. She's kind of like a punk, you know. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just not a lot of them were good. And I think I agree with you. Where Texas Chainsaw is probably uh like ratio of good to bad definitely has like the worst ratio. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is a shame because the first is so good. Like I would, that's it a perfect really movie. Is. It's a perfect film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's just the same. I mean, very similar. I think we agree. Halloween, but Halloween has some good ones in there. Um, Halloween does, yeah. I feel like Halloween has a lot more okay movies than this yeah. does. Halloween, most has, of these yeah. are just terrible. I'll forgive a lot of like the Halloween ones. Where I'm like, okay, that's fine. Where this mm-hmm. is just like, I genuinely like, am losing like, like there, like definitely during the 2003 and 2006, I was like, my mind would just kind of go other places. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, yeah. I'm watching a movie, and I'd like, come I, I back. found it really hard to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right oh. so we did it um i don't know what we gained um <laughs> i don't know i it was fun we, i we guess gained a, a new perspective on franchise movie making um yes um and i will say one day we'll look back um because i believe we do plan on watching more franchises and maybe yeah. this one won't be so bad compared to the others we watch. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure this will be like a, a piece of cake compared to what we're going to watch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was all the Texas Chainsaws. Um, we did it. Good job. Um, and we did it <laughs> all in the span of like a week. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, we should have too much time on our hands. Yeah, I just I feel like I have to apologize to my neighbors. They probably just heard so much like chainsaw noises. <laughs> this is so much of it. Fuck. OK. All right. We did it. We learned nothing. It was a good time. Um, We just got to complain about our uh, leather boy a lot. Yeah. Um. All right. Any closing thoughts? Uh, not really. I mean, so don't watch any of these movies beyond the first two. That's what I'm watch say. Next Generation. Oh, maybe, maybe. I like I Next Generation. <laughs> That's no fuck. I, 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 we didn't. We learned something. We learned that I like shitty movies. <laughs> um, that's what we learned. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. You have pretty good taste, generally speaking, but. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, that was all the Texas Chainsaws. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. Tune in next week.